0: This is the FM Gold Channel of All India Radio. In the program, News Analysis, now we bring you a discussion on important bills relating to financial issues in the ongoing session. The participants are K.A. Badrinath, Economic Analyst and Ruchika Chitravanshi, Journalist. The last few days in the Parliament have been filled with frantic activity. We have seen so many bills that were passed. The parliament session was in fact extended so that so many reforms could be taken up. We have seen how the government has pushed forward with its economic agenda with so many bills, whether it is the Companies amendment bill, the insolvency bankruptcy, labor laws. So many laws have been passed through and the broader theme seems it has been to simplify laws, to bring greater transparency and accountability into our system. So, Badrinath sir, what do you think is the government trying to do with all these various reforms that it has brought about, and what are the key highlights you think are there?
1: This parliament session has been very, very productive. It's the treasury benches which are pushing for more and more action. Normally, the opposition tries to, you know, get the session extended and then put the government on the mat on different issues. This time, it's the other way around. In fact, the government is coming up with a lot of positive agenda on energy after the May 2019 Lok Sabha election. And this is the first session after the Modi government has taken charge for the second term. And here, you see a lot of difference in the sense that the opposition is in a disarray The ruling alliance is, you know, brimming with confidence and this confidence is being translated perhaps into a lot of constructive reform agenda. And it is both political, economic, as well as social reforms that we are talking about. So the issues are too many. In fact, the last count I saw was that um, over 30 bills have been passed and uh, both houses. The difference between the last and this session in terms of economic package or economic reforms package that is being pushed through in this session is that last five years, the government did not have a majority in the upper house. This time too, it has fewer numbers, but the aggression with which it is pushing through its agenda is completely remarkable. Say for example, it started with the budget where it tried to lay down a map for the next five years what would be the economic agenda and things like that. And after that, it was a huge exercise and within a month, you would see that the finance bill is also passed and appropriation bills have been passed. And then after that, you also know that different, you know, sectoral action has been initiated. Even the new tax regime has come into operation. Point here is that here is a government where it is trying to go aggressively on the economic front. The 2-3 bills that you have been referring to are very significant in the sense that Companies Amendment Bill 2019 was a bill which was introduced several times earlier and then it was passed in the Lok Sabha and then after that it could not muster support in the upper house and henceforth it did not go through. But the key ingredients of this bill are twofold. One is that all the small offences or violations that happen in companies need not be referred to the law enforcing agency or it need not be going to the quasi-judicial bodies. So, here the government has an agenda that okay look, I want to make life easier for the companies the businesses and things like that. Perhaps this Companies Amendment Bill of 2019 will allow the government to take forward its agenda of making life easy for businesses. So that seems to be a big big uh, positive in terms of Companies Amendment Bill. In that there are two big uh, issues. One is that many companies don't spend CSRS funds and they are supposed to spend about 2% of their profit. Many companies might not have done it. One key amendment and which is slightly being contested by the company is a 3 year jail term for the officials or the company promoters where you have not spent the money on it.
0: Yes, in fact, companies have said that it is rather harsh and they did not anticipate uh, that there will be penal provisions if they don't spend money on corporate social responsibility.
1: Yes, many companies have contested this, many industry associations have taken up with the government and things like that.
0: There is a big
1: uh, background to this bill in the sense that it was earlier issued as an ordinance where there were no penal provisions. Now when it is being converted into an act, through a regular bill, then the penal provisions have come into action. And second issue here is that internationally, you don't enforce, you know, social responsibility projects through the threat of law. In fact, you give a lot of concessions to companies which do socially responsible projects. For example, you give 100% tax deduction on money that is spent
0: on social sector projects. Do you think it means that we are more interested in making sure that the money is spent instead of focusing on what the outcome will be of such a CSR activity?
1: There seems to be some amount of discipline that the government is trying to imbibe into the industries. Right. it's good, bad, ugly. It's a debatable question. The point here is that here you have a bill which gives you a lot of responsibility. My opinion would be that look, CSR spending should be voluntary, it should be innovative and it should come from within the company because philanthropy, corporate philanthropy, social philanthropy or corporate social responsibility have been very 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 personalized issues. And if you see traditional businesses houses in India have put up any number of schools, colleges, universities and all that. So point I am trying to say it should come from within and it should be self-regulated and only thing is the norms can be set through this act. Saying that, look, this is what needs to be done. Perhaps government has to enter into some kind of a partnership with the company to see that socially responsible projects or corporate responsibility projects get out a lot of outcomes that you are talking about.
0: I think government also wants to crack down on companies which are not compliant which do not follow the laws and they give out yes, some yes. excuses. There are a so, lot
1: of companies yes. which do not spend the kind of social responsibility projects on the projects that they have committed to. And secondly I have known companies which uh, would uh, just uh, splurge on entertainment and things like that, concerts but and all
0: that. There is an interesting clause there that if after three years you are not able to spend that money, it will be transferred into one of the funds under Schedule 7, which includes things like PM Relief Fund, the Clean Ganga Fund, Sacha Bharat Kosh, so, people are looking that in a very skeptic manner.
1: There are two ways to look at it. One, the companies think that, look, uh, this is not the right way to force me to put my money into the government-initiated project. Second way of doing it is, look, this is one way of enforcing that the money that is supposed to go into social sector projects. Because the companies are deriving business from this society. Companies are deriving business here, making profits here. So, a part of it has to go as to lose yourself funds. Second issue, earlier it is to be voluntary. Now, if you don't do it voluntarily, some amount of enforcement comes into action. So, my guess is the earlier experience may not have been as good as it was expected. Henceforth, the government has come up. I don't think it will be used, but... Possibilities, it's a kind of a threat perhaps, real threat or a kind of caution that the government is serving on the company saying that look, you behave well, you do your work properly, you cater to the communities which are giving you the kind of business, giving you kind of land, giving you kind of water, sharing their resources with you because most of the natural resources are coming free for the companies. So, they have a responsibility to discharge as well. Absolutely. So, if you don't do it yourself voluntarily, here is a government which says that, look, if you don't do it, I will have to use the Carrot and stick policy.
0: Simple. Another big issue that this government has been discussing, and it has said that it will try its best to solve it, is the non-performing assets, the NPA problem. And it is growing so much, the way NPAs have grown in our banks. The IBC law that has been amended, uh, do you think uh, we are moving towards faster resolution now, now that there is a deadline, etc., as well, that has been put in place?
1: See, earlier also there was a deadline, but uh, the issue here was the deadlines were being staggered out because of the simple reason that, you know, there was a lot of legal hurdles. Now along with the legal processes being brought into 330 days deadline, what has happened is now the likelihood of hastening the process of resolving the bad debts. Bad debts were almost 11 lakh crores plus and today as for the finance minister's last week statement it has come down to almost 9.6 lakh crores. And that means there is a perceptible difference that some cases have been resolved. But also it's a fact that many of the companies are going to the courts challenging the NCLT decisions so that the process is getting delayed. Meanwhile there were a lot of amendments because for the first time we are having a foolproof mechanism to deal with the bad debt and it will also provide some kind of exit for the existing promoters so that they can go on in life and the companies can be brought back into action whatever they can be. And the final outcome would be liquidation of the company if it cannot be revived. And here you have too many players. The Reserve Bank has its own cause. Then you have the banking regulator, then you have the SEBI which is breathing down your neck. Then you have the finance ministry which gives you a lot of directive. So point here is the insolvency and bankruptcy Code amendment bill that has been approved by the parliament, both the houses of parliament and now is also based on some of the recommendations that have been made by the industry by the banking sector which are big stakeholders in the entire process today the banks are expected to you know, take a lot of haircut because where would they go, it is depositors money depositors like you and me who put in some money have to take a cut.
0: Similarly, there has been this uh, whole unregulated deposit scheme issue that was there. The Chit Fund Bill is supposed to come. Do you think all of these measures together will somewhat clean the whole corporate system as it exists today? Before going to the
1: cleaning part of it, the banning of the unregulated deposit scheme is a big issue because you and me who, know, try to put our hard-earned money into some scheme or project which gives you return, perhaps might go to the wrong hands. So, here is a bill or an act which empowers a lot of agencies, both the states, the SEBI, the Reserve Bank, the banks and all that, to act firmly against people who would take deposits without uh, any authorization, without any regulation, without any registration, without uh, informing the concerned authorities, that kind of stuff. So, this is a very important bill and, you know, especially in rural and semi-urban India, this is a big problem because hard-earned savings would go the wrong way. And after that, there is no, how do you recover it? Through this bill, what the government tries to do is that you can actually 10-year imprisonment can happen if you take deposit without being allowed to. Second is up to 25 crores, it could be a fine. Third part is that there could be issues like you can, assets can be seized and then the first charge on the liquid funds will be that of the depositors. So it's a huge thing. Overall the economic agenda, the reform agenda seems to be very huge and my guess is the appetite for the economic reform which was little modest in the first term seems to be picking up steam in a big way and my guess is this is going in the right direction. I hope when this becomes operative, these bills
0: take rules, and the changes start, I hope things will do. Absolutely. The action that we have seen in the parliament, as you said, never before have you seen such amount of activity happening. Now will be the time we'll see how well all these laws are implemented and practiced and that'll truly help the economic health of our country. Thank you so much, sir, for joining us today. Thank you. You were listening to a discussion on important bills relating to financial issues, in the ongoing session, the participants were K.A. Badrinath, Economic Analyst, and Ruchika Chitravanshi, Journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website, newsonair.com. You may email your opinion about this program at Talks at gmail.com.